Welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto. Thanks for sticking with us as we took a brief pause. Things got really crazy for a couple weeks there in business, and I feel like they're only getting crazier, so this is not an excuse. I'm here. I'm back. We're going to plan things a little bit better for the podcast, and that's kind of like the other funny part of podcasting is that I really like to talk about things that I'm really going through and not plan that far in advance because what happens two weeks from now could really help me help you with what's going on in the world of business. So (laughs) I don't like to plan that far in advance. Okay, it's not the most sustainable marketing strategy for me right now, but it is what it is. Here we are. So I'm really excited about today's episode because it is a little bit more time bound, timely, And it has a lot to do with, you know, what consumer trends and behaviors are shifting to begin with. So what I kind of want to start with here is that the one good thing that all marketing strategies have in common is that they change. A good marketing strategy is not rinse and repeat, but the process is. So that's one thing I really preach is that you should have a really good process. And that's what I help my clients with not to like self-promo here, but like really having a solid process. That way the strategies you use within that process have a structure and have like a standard operating procedure, if you will, of how you're going to execute them. So both for ourselves here at Brand Good Time and for our clients, a new quarter signifies a big sit down to assess strategies, adjust those sales and really push forward. Or should we say glide forward through the waters? Okay, I've been watching Game of Thrones, the new I'm so good at hard rights. ADHD, I don't know. But I've been watching the Game of Thrones and oh my goodness, episode two last night. Guys, the first episode was traumatic as someone who has a baby, very traumatic, would like to never watch that again. But it's good. Okay. It's like making me very excited. Anyways, so adjust those sales and push forward. Now, this doesn't mean that we go and scrap our entire strategies because they're not working. Oftentimes, this means that we really need to just add new strategies to the mix once we've gotten the hang of like old strategies. For the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to discuss strategies and tactics that we are implementing and that we recommend giving a shot given this current season, this current season being end of Q... Oh my gosh. We're middle of Q3. Here I am thinking September 1st is Q4. It doesn't matter. Q4 is right around the corner. So these are things that we are ditching in Q3 going into Q4. And some of these have to do with platform changes and limitation. Others are just because we're up-leveling some of the things we do. So without further ado, let's dive in. So the first one here is posting to the IG feed. One of my clients is like, is it the wall? Is it the feed? I don't know. I'm like, wall, feed, timeline. Who knows? They've changed these terms. And and I, I'd be, I'd die to turn back the clock like 30 years and for people to hear what like we deal with now with social and be like, what? No, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay in the 90s. <laughs> but anyway, so this first one is posting to the Instagram feed. So it's really no secret that engagement on static posts are way down. We're experiencing it. Uh, But really, it's because the platform pushing video content, and that is no secret either. Cool. Fine. Love that. We've noticed a huge dip in engagement on static posts, but reels and stories garner what we want in terms of engagement, in terms of visibility. I had a client come to me today and say, I want to grow my followers by this much. And while I could sit here and harp on like vanity metrics, really, video content is a way to kind of get yourself out there and get those followers, get people invested in the brand. So 
short form video. I talked about it a few episodes ago. I think it's here to stay for a while, especially if I want to go down the rabbit hole of like how people are using these platforms as like search engines to get video content to show them how to do something quickly as opposed to like reading an article. It's there. So here's what we're leaning into instead of posting a lot of static content. Instead, of going ham on static posts, we are going to set up the nine grid that many people are moving towards. Now, this has to be done strategically in order for it to just not be a total flop. And in my opinion, it's very similar to how you would set up your website. So what are going to be the most important things that people see on that page to convert, click, learn more, be on their way? I'm going to explain some of like how we're going to use the nine grid, but I want to say that this should complement what you're doing in the back end. So I'm not saying post a nine grid and like run away. We are going to post our nine grid, continue posting to stories, continue updating our highlights and really having that be a resource as well as continue to post real and video content without pressure. So when we want, when it feels good and I'm excited about that. For my other clients that we work on and work with, we are encouraging them to instead of posting so much to the feed because that's been such a big part of their strategy and they're just not seeing the ROI there anymore, they're going to refocus their efforts to doing more in the stories and more in video. Okay, cool. So here's how we're going to operate our nine grid. This is in no particular order, although I will say we're going to try and keep our top three posts, things that we pin, something that's a little more campaign specific and can be changed out easily. Because if you want to change that bottom right grid post, you're going to have to go and like delete everything and whatever. Now, as I say this, watch Instagram, like catch on to everybody doing this and then make them like reorderable and we'll scream. But you know, that's what's going to happen. Like they catch how we're trying to use the platform and then like shift ahead of us. We love that. So here are like the nine things that we're going to look to cover in our nine grid. So when you go to our profile, it'll look like almost one big post, but then each each of the, the nine grid is going to have something specific when you click into it. So we are going to focus on flagship offers. So showing people exactly what they can do to work with us. Client testimonials and case studies showing proof of our work. Our core beliefs, because if you are not aligned with our core beliefs, then maybe you're not a good ideal client for us. About the company, so how we came to be. A promo for our Toastworthy newsletter, which if you're not on the Toastworthy list, what are you doing? I'm just kidding. It's uh, definitely a really fun way to end your week if you're looking for some lighthearted, fun, weekly fails, <laughs> interesting marketing content type of newsletter. I will link in the show notes where you can sign up for that. Not that this is a promo for that, but like it will be a promo on our profile. <laughs> a promo for our podcast, which is like just another marketing channel for us. And as you're listening right now, you know that it is an educational channel, but also a fun channel. And then potentially another free resource. It just depends what we're pushing at the time. Right now, I feel like I've been handing out my metrics mothership left and right because I'm a data crazy person. So it could be that. We'll have something about the CEO. Hi, that's me. And then something about our team. So I kind of see the free resource about the CEO and meet our teaming at the top because I've really honed in on our flagship offers and after reading Built to Sell. If you have not read Built to Sell, please go read it. (laughs) It's amazing. But after reading it, I've decided like I really want to make sure that we are honing in on our processes and our services and we really aren't creating anything custom for anyone but people who've moved through our services and our private consulting pillar. So that's kind of what our nine grid is going to look like. Questions, comments, concerns? No, you can't really ask them right now, but DM me on Instagram if you want to talk about it. 
or if you have like a thought on it, you know, like I just I see a couple people going this direction. And then the more I just play with the platform, the more I'm realizing this is going to be the best way to go for us. We're already doing it for a couple of our clients and it's like really awesome. So I also think it can be really fun for campaigns, but maybe I should do a whole other episode on that. (laughs) Okay, so the next thing we're going to ditch is posting podcasts as blogs. (gasps) Lauren. What do you mean? I thought SEO. I thought that's what you want. Well, okay. Listen, we're not going to like completely ditch it. So hear me out. For as long as we've had the podcast, we have transcribed the podcast into blogs in order to double dip in the land of repurposing and also to have accessibility for the podcast. So what do I mean by that? Well, we're not completely ditching this effort. We know it's important for accessibility reasons, just meaning like If we're talking about someone who can't listen physically, they have to read. We want to make sure they have a way to read. Uh, We are going to shift the way we optimize the actual podcasts on the platforms. Lauren, still don't understand. What do you mean by that? Okay, so instead of putting an all-out effort into getting the blogs transcribed right away, we are going to spend a little bit of extra time making the show notes super valuable. So right now, they're like one to two sentences they're starting to feel clickbaity to me. And if you know me, you know I'm all about honest marketing and I'm not trying to clickbait anyone. I want you to know what you're about to listen to because I don't want you to feel like you've wasted your time. So what we're going to do is really just be very descriptive. Here's what you can expect to hear about in this podcast. So for example, in this podcast, I am talking about the four big things we're ditching and why. Maybe not telling you like every little thing because you really can't get my personality through show notes and also There's so many tidbits that I'm not going to transcribe the whole podcast for the show notes, but I do want you to listen if you feel like it's going to be valuable to you. So that's what we're doing. We're just going to describe them as much detail as possible. What is going on in these podcast episodes? Okay, so the third thing we're ditching are thank you cards. (laughs) So we typically send handwritten cards to all our clients no matter what the service is. When someone launches something like a website or campaign, we'll do a little different something in terms of gifting, we as a brand are elevating our services a lot more. So there is just no real like super, super low ticket thing. So everybody who makes a purchase from us will get a client gift in some capacity. Obviously, the holidays are inspiring me wanting to elevate this a little bit because I love gifting. So instead, what we're going to do are curated boxes. And so we're in the process of doing so many different things for this. I'm going to be ordering slippers, I think. I don't know. I'm not going to give away everything because if you're a client listening to this, I want it to be a little bit of a surprise. Um, I'm looking to partner with a photographer in my area to do like prints uh, and I get to like handpick what those are based on his photos. I, if you're Max or Ashley, if you're listening to this right now, you owe me an email. (laughs) Hopefully by the time this comes out, you've emailed me back. But um, I'm just looking to support more like USA-based USA-made businesses in these boxes. So kind of not promoting those other businesses, but like curating things that I think that the client would like with local-made businesses that I know. And I'm excited about that because it's really supporting supporting everybody. So you might be thinking like, wow, that's going to take a lot more time. There's companies that can do curated boxes, but yeah, it's probably going to take us more time. It's probably going to run $50 to $100 per box, including shipping. But what I like about it and what's different about this is it's a personalized touch. It's not just gummies or a card that gets thrown in the trash. It's not a face mask that gets thrown in the trash. Like we really want to elevate by gifting things that you're going to hang on a wall. You're going to put in your curio cabinet. Do people still use those? (laughs) You're going to put on your credenza, a shelf. I don't know. Something that you're going to use or look at and like think of us and be like, wow, they understand me. They get me. 
or say they're totally off base, but I don't want to throw this away because that was really nice of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll re-gift it. I don't know. Um, but that's just that's kind of where we're headed in terms of client gifting. And we really want our clients to feel like they've received something like more custom to them. So yeah, that's what we're doing there. <laughs> and then the last one, our last one here is a contact form to get in touch. Okay, what does that mean? I will die on the hill that HoneyBook is one of the best things that's ever happened to our business. And for a few years, we have gotten away with just using the form component of the platform. So basically having a form on our site where people fill it out and it starts this like automated process for our services. So like you come in, you say you're interested in show at web design. It will automatically send you an email with the services and at the very end, it's going to ask you which one you're interested in. And then after that, it's going to take you to a page to like book a call or sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just like you submit that and then I have to reach out. It just feels impersonal. And I know the scaling gods are looking down at me and saying, yes, but that's how you scale. I want to bring on like a biz dev team soon and like I want them to be fielding sales calls. So that's kind of what I'm getting at here is our services costs are increasing, number one. And number two, I really like to meet who I'm working with face-to-face prior to signing a contract. And if that's going to be like our biz dev team here in the near future, I want them to kind of get on these calls, vet them. Things I really don't have time to get on a ton of sales calls right now. So this is something where they get on the sales call and they vet them and they make sure that the prospect is a good fit for our business. So instead of having someone fill out a form, all our calls to action right now are to book a call. And if someone's booking a call with me, they've typically gone through my entire site or they're a referral. So there's already a little bit of trust there. They've seen my pricing and they're ready to commit. When they get to the sales call form and it asks them to confirm the minimum project cost, which is an idea I actually got from Jen and eMarketing. So thanks, Jen. Basically, they get to this form and it's like, hey, you understand our service minimum is this. Please tell us what you're interested in, blah, blah, blah. So they have to say like, yes, I understand. So if they've gotten to that point, we've taken a layer away of uncertainty and we are more likely to get on the call with someone who, too, is just looking for us to pass the vibe check. We've already made this change and it's booked more calls than we've gotten responses for in the last month or so. So I would say that's a win. And I'm really excited to see like what that looks like for us in Q4. So really every single call to action on our site for like signing up or whatever is book a call, book a call, book a call, book a call. That's what we want. We want phone calls. Come talk to us. 20 minutes. Let's have a good time. (laughs) So anyways, that's a recap on the four things that we are shifting. I'm going to kind of start at the top again. Posting to Instagram feed. We ain't doing that anymore. (laughs) Instead, we are going to do a nine grid and focus on stories and reels. Then instead of posting podcasts as blogs, we're going to put a little bit more time into our show notes, which is probably helpful to you as a listener to make sure it's something you want to listen to. Instead of thank you cards, we're going to do curated boxes. I just can't wait for these. Guys, we're having stickers made. It's going to be awesome. And then lastly, contact form to get in touch. Instead of doing that, book a call, get on a sales call. Let's chat it out. So that's it for today's episode. If you are interested in implementing any of the above, DM me on Instagram. Tell me which ones. I'm just curious. Like, we don't have to talk about anything other than that. Or you can DM me and be like, I'm so excited for Taylor Swift's new album, October 21st, 2022. Because same. I am so excited. I am so, like, what? I was expecting, like, Speak Now to come out, the Taylor's version, but instead we're getting Midnight. What? Um, also, high key think that her and Joe broke up. And if you want to know, like, my theory, okay, hard right, my theory here is that 
she didn't want to keep their lives super, super private. Maybe at some point she did, but eventually she's like, okay, we've been in this relationship a while. I want to, I want to be like a little more public about this. And he was like, no, I want to stay private. And then all of a sudden they've been dating five or six years and they're still not married, still no baby. Maybe she had a baby. We just don't know about it. I don't know. But my suspicion is that they broke up and that he wasn't ready to take it to the next level. And she's like, I'm getting older. There's so many other men out there who want, who want this, which you could see me right now. So yeah, I think they broke up and I think Midnight's going to kind of tell us some of that. So very interested. And if you're in line with my theory, please send me a message. I would love to hear it. <laughs> okay. Clearly I'm in like a rare mood today. I need more sleep. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked it. If you did, if you didn't get the memo above, send me a message or something. <laughs> Leave me a review. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.